0: We will be discussing Season 3, Episode 13, the season finale, titled Titans East, Part 2. The continuation of this really, really great finale arc. Uh, Of course, we're picking up right where the last episode left off, right where Part 1 left off. Uh, Cyborg has officially left the Teen Titans In favor of Titans East, he has become their new leader. Completely unaware of the fact that Brother Blood has taken control of his entire new team. So Aqualad, Speedy, Bumblebee, Masi Menos, they are all under Brother Blood's control. And we get this really great opening sequence that I really, really love. Where Cyborg's putting finishing touches on the tower... And is talking with Robin. uh they're having this back and forth argument of why cyborgs doing this, why cyborgs joining the Titans East. uh cyborg is like, they need me, they need me and I, I I I've I need this and like just talking about necessity, Robin's like, uh you're being. Selfish, you're only thinking of yourself, you're doing this because of your obsession with Brother Blood. And they have this very, very vicious argument that ends in Cyborg basically saying, Uh, you know what? I don't care if I ever see you again. And then hanging up. And then it cuts to the mind-controlled Titans East. Aqualad telling Brother Blood, like, hey, he's broken contact with the Titans. Uh, what do you want us to do, Headmaster? And Brother Blood, who is still in the tower, still hiding out, like, down below in the tower, saying, eh, continue the charade, blah, 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 wait till we're ready. And it is also revealed that Professor Chang, who we learned in the last episode, escaped prison is also under Brother Blood's control and is about to do something to Brother Blood. Now, we don't know what at this moment. A few minutes later, it is revealed that uh, Brother Blood basically made himself evil cyborg. Brother Blood has become so obsessed with using cyborg's technology that he has turned himself Into a cyborg knockoff. Damn! And all of this, by the way, is in, like, the first five minutes of the episode. All of this, and also, like, of course, uh, the Titans East revealing that they are, in fact, mind-controlled. Capturing Cyborg. uh, And then Brother Blood going into, like, evil monologue territory... This is all, like, first five, six, maybe seven minutes, uh, and it's insane how much they back into this episode very, very early on. Like, this episode starts, and then just keeps going, and does not let up for even a second. It is insane. It really, really is. Uh, but, oh, totally forgot, before Cyborgs Captured... Okay, so maybe this is ten minutes. Uh, (laughs) I can't tell time! (laughs) Uh, But we get this great sequence of Cyborg... uh, ...running from the Titans East, uh, trying to reason with them and protect himself at the same time. It's a very, very good action sequence. He tries to call the Titans, it doesn't work. Or at least it looks like it doesn't. And... This is when he is captured, and we get the big reveal that Brother Blood is now a cyborg knockoff himself. Has completely taken over the tower. Uh, he now plans to open up a new school, and not only opening up a new school, but also augmenting every single one of his students with cyborg technology... This will enhance his mind control powers so that he can control thousands of students with these augmentations. So basically, he plans to take the Titans East and just cyborg them up. Essentially. And, just when it looks like Cyborg's completely screwed, the Titans come. They got a very garbled version of Cyborg's message, even with the signal being jammed. Uh, They got little bits and pieces, enough to drop everything and go to Steel City. They rescue Cyborg. And then we get our OG Titans back together. Uh, All the Titans are back in one room. They're all good. Uh, They relinquish leadership to Cyborg for this particular mission. Because it's his bad guy, his tech, his mission. So Cyborg is now temporarily to... Of the OG Teen Titans. Uh, we get this really, really good scene. Where Cyborg uses his knowledge of his tech. To sort of sneak all the Titans past the the little Cyborg drones. There's the trick with the, like, the low UV light. And it's really good. It's really, really good. It's very satisfying. Uh but then we get the Titans rescuing the Titans East, or at least trying to. Uh they show up just as Brother Blood is about to do the cyborg surgery on them. And we get this big epic battle between the Teen Titans and the Titans East, and it's such an amazing action sequence. It is so good, it is so exhilarating, so intense. It's just so well-animated and brilliant. It's an incredible, incredible action sequence that I absolutely adore. You see in the midst of all this, Cyborg leading the OG Titans, sort of exploiting all the weakwins... The weaknesses. What? Why am I... Why is my mouth bad? (laughs) All of the weaknesses of the Titans East. But, of course, in the middle of this... Brother Blood comes and teleports Cyborg away. So while the rest of the Titans are still taking out the Titans East, still still going toe-to-toe with the Titans East, Cyborg and Brother Blood have this really, really good one-on-one fight. Which does not go Cyborg's way at all. Uh, because brother blood basically cuts off all his limbs and just leaves him in su- significant disrepair and oh my god every time brother blood cuts off a limb or puts another hole in uh cyborg's machinery like every time he makes another cut it it just hurts your heart man like you you just sink a little bit every time like they're they are such hard-hitting emotional gut punches every single time it's kind of horrifying to get the image of cyborg just like in a heap of mangled metal on the ground uh he's really just a torso at this point uh, with a whole bunch of holes, a whole bunch of exposed machinery, a whole bunch of exposed wiring and stuff. It hurts! It really, really hurts to see him in that state. And they handle it so, so effectively. Uh, the Titans do not fare much better. Just when it looks like they have the Titans East against the wall. Aqualad calls out Headmaster. Brother Blood sends in a shit ton of cyborg drones. And... eh, OG Titans are captured as well. And we get this really great image. Uh, Brother Blood... Sort of has... The cyborg torso... Lifted off the ground. Uh, He shows up with these... he, He teleports in this big ring of titans he's captured all of them like levitating above cyborg and brother blood uh just with this red outline around them you see them kind of contorted uh and it's this really effective really well crafted image cyborg drones surrounding all of them and brother blood makes this last little push What in your machinery allows you to resist my mind control? What is it? I've studied your blueprints. I've taken you apart. I've gone through every piece of your circuitry. And I still can't find the part that allows you to resist. And it is at this moment That Cyborg realizes, oh shit. I was totally wrong. I was completely, a thousand percent wrong about how I could resist Brother Blood's control. Remember back in the first episode where we had that whole stone fiasco and Cyborg went on this big, long gambit to trick Brother Blood into thinking, uh, that he was under his control, and then at the last minute turns away and does the whole psych and wrecks Hive Academy, and the explanation was because of the machine half of him. He could fool the man, but not the machine. Cyborg at this moment realizes, oh, that was literally the opposite of the case. It wasn't the machine that was resisting, it was me, my spirit. That's the part you can't break. Uh, As Cyborg so beautifully says, which is a- that's a great line, by the way. Like, it's so, so good. This whole scene is really well written. Uh, But Cyborg, upon realizing this, upon realizing that no, he is not at all vulnerable to Brother Blood... Because the thing that's resisting him is the part he can't take away. Is the part that can't be hacked or stripped or removed. His spirit. His drive. And at this moment, he just resists Brother Blood to the 50 billionth degree. He does that cool little one-time trick... Uh, where he basically hacks into Brother Blood's head, hacks into the cyborg drones, and, like, magically lifts cyborg drone parts to repair himself instantly. And it's really cool! It's a really impressive visual. I love it. Uh, And then he just eviscerates Brother Blood. Like, he is emboldened, knowing that, like, There is no universe, there is no universe in which Brother Blood succeeds here, there is no universe in which I can't resist him, uh, there is no possible way Brother Blood can succeed against me, because the thing he relies upon, his mind control powers, don't work on me as a person, even without my machiney bits. And so, Cyborg just eviscerates Brother Blood... Brother Blood is defeated, Cyborg Drones out of commission, and everyone is released from Brother Blood's mind control. Cyborg, staging the most badass victory of all time. Oh boy, that was amazing. That was wonderful to witness. Uh, And then we get this ending, this last little scene. Uh, The Titans and the Titans East say their goodbyes. I especially, by the way, I love this scene where (laughs) Mossy Meadows like immediately fall in love with Starfire and just keep bringing her tokens of their affection. (laughs) they slowly grow disdain for each other seeing each other's competition (laughs) all the other titans just look on in complete shock Starfire is visibly uncomfortable (laughs) oh it's so funny it's so adorable and amazing I love Mossy Menos (laughs) Mossy Menos are the best they're the best characters. Why couldn't we have gotten a spinoff just of Mossy Menos? I would have loved that. I would have loved like a few solid 13 episode seasons of just the adventures of Mossy Menos. <laughs> I love them so much. Uh but we sort to get these goodbyes. cyborg decides uh af- after the Brother Blood obsession has faded away. After the that whole chapter has been put to rest. And after he realizes that there's nothing he has to prove. He basically is like, yeah, no. I already have a team. I already have a home. Uh, with the Titans proper. And the Titans East already have a leader. In Bumblebee. So, yes, not only is Cyborg stepping down as the very, 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 very brief leader of Titans East, but he has passed the torch to Bumblebee, which is a very good choice, uh, if I do say so myself. Uh, She is just, she's perfect to lead. She really, really is. Everything about that character just screams brilliant, brilliant leader. Uh, so that was a great little plot point there. Cyborg and Robin have this little heart-to-heart. Robin's like, hey, uh, why'd you change your mind? And Cyborg basically says everything I just said. Like, he realized, uh, the obsession with Brother Blood faded. He realized he has nothing to prove. He realized he's not missing anything, like, he there's nothing he has to make up for in his current life. Uh, he's kind of emboldened by sort of this man-over-machine thing that he just got from his battle with Brother Blood. Uh, this man-over-machine reveal that occurred at the end of this battle with Brother Blood. And all the Titans go home. And everything's wonderful. And that is it for the season. Uh, Great finale. Really, really well done. Two-part end to this really, really good story. Uh, And this season, God, this season was great. This season was excellent. Uh, Loved everything about it, just like the first two. Uh, if I had to rank all three seasons we've talked about so far, if I'm being totally honest, I would probably uh put this as the weakest of the three simply because Brother Blood's no Slade. But I mean, that's like saying two towers is the weakest Lord of the Rings movie. It's still a masterpiece. It's still 10 out of 10 A-plus material. It's just slightly less of a masterpiece than the other two masterpieces (laughs) that also occupy these three pillars of early Teen Titans. Like, it's a great season. It just didn't have slate. Like the reason I put it at the bottom of the three is just because of this, like, incredibly, incredibly arbitrary reason uh, that isn't even worth, like, taking any points off. Because, again, like I said, it's still 10 out of 10 A-plus material. Just like Two Towers is still 10 out of 10 A-plus material, just not as much 10 out of 10 A-plus material as the other two Lord of the Rings movies. Unfair to call it the weakest, but... If I'm being totally honest, and if I had to rank them, it is the weakest of the three we've talked about so far. And honestly, here's another thing that's weird about Season 3. I think this might be the only season of Teen Titans where the fillers are consistently better than the main story. Not to say the main story isn't great. Of course it is. I I love this Brother Blood storyline. I've spent the last couple weeks praising it. It's really, really fantastic. And they did a great job with it. It was an amazing character arc for Cyborg in particular. It's very, very good. But when I think about the highlights of Season 3, my mind does not go to the Brother Blood episodes the way it does with the Slate episodes in Seasons 1 and 2. When I think about the highlights of season three, I think about one off episodes like X, like Haunted, like Revolution, like Beast Within, these really, really amazing fillers uh, that told really, really fantastic one off stories uh, that really just stick in your head. Uh, they are the highlights of the season for me, and not the Brother Blood episodes, weirdly enough. It's strange. Uh, It's strange, but I think that might be the case. I think this might be the one and only season of Teen Titans where the fillers are consistently better than the main story. Uh, But I do love this season. It is masterful, just like every season of Teen Titans, except one, which we'll talk about in a few weeks. I'm just going to say it. I'm not... As much of a fan of Season 5 as I am about the other four. But, Season 4. Oh boy. I'm excited for Season 4. I am excited for Season 4. Because Season 4. It's my favorite season. It's my favorite season easily. The things they do with Season 4 are mind-blowing. The things they do with Season 4 are absolutely incredible. That main story in particular. Holy shit. It is one of the best things Teen Titans has ever done. God. I've been waiting. I've been waiting so impatiently to talk about season 4. Oh. I can't wait. I, I cannot wait. Trust me. Going through season 4. That's going to be something else. That's going to be a great uh, little. That's going to be a great little endeavor. Talking about this season. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be. So so good. Anyway, if you like this, favorite the podcast Anchor.fm slash TV Archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows, and you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast or app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well; it's the simplest just to push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. I don't know why my voice gave out in the middle of that, but it did. Weird. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, tomtom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 1. Talk to you then.